0: If you have found yourself in an emotional, spiritual, or physical battle, you're going to love today's program. We're studying the story of King Jehoshaphat in 2 Chronicles and how he met the enemy forces head on. This historical account of one king's ferocious battle has the power to change your life today. This is Bible teacher and author, Carol McLeod, and I'm so honored that you've joined me on a jolt of joy on the Charisma Podcast Network. Enemies can come at you from every direction. There's the enemy of finances and relationships and health and destiny. So many things can be coming at you at the same time. What does a believer do when their lives have been attacked by an enemy? First Peter Chapter 4, verses 12 and 13 says this, Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal among you, which comes upon you for your testing, as though some strange thing were happening to you. But to the degree that you share the sufferings of Christ, keep on rejoicing, so that also at the revelation of his glory, you may rejoice with exaltation. So there you have it. There is your battle strategy. When an enemy invades your life, put your hands in the air and begin to worship. Over the course of the next few days, we're going to be studying a battle in the Old Testament. The nation was led by a king by the name of Jehoshaphat. And Jehoshaphat was one of the good guys of the Old Testament. He was engaged in training his people to love God and, and giving them good economic resources, when out of the blue, his kingdom was attacked. Let me review and catch you up from yesterday. 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 1. Now it came about after this that the sons of Moab and the sons of Ammon, together with some of the Mayunites, came to make war against Jehoshaphat. So good King Jehoshaphat was being attacked by these enemies of the kingdom of God. Second Chronicles 20, verse 2. Now, then some came and reported to Jehoshaphat saying, "A great multitude is coming against you from beyond the sea, out of Aram, and behold there in Hazan Tamar that is Engedi." Now, if you don't know Bible geography or Bible history, this would be one of those verses that you just sort of skim over. But let me tell you why it was important for the Holy Spirit to put these details in 2nd Chronicles chapter 20 verse 2. The enemy came through the very kingdoms whom Jehoshaphat had fought for, had protected, had defended, and had provided for. This means that Jehoshaphat's friends were letting the enemies come through their country in order to get at King Jehoshaphat and the people of Judah what would you do if you'd been betrayed in the same way? What would you do if your friends were part of the enemy's strategy to get at your life? Would you become bitter? Would you get depressed? Would you say, how dare they do this to me? Would you go inward and look at yourself Jehoshaphat didn't do any of those things. He spent no time with bitterness because he knew that bitterness will distract you every time. Jehoshaphat didn't get depressed and he didn't jump up and down in a temper tantrum. This is what Jehoshaphat did. Second Chronicles 20 verse 3. Jehoshaphat was afraid and turned his attention to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. First of all, I like him. The Holy Spirit is honest about what is going through his heart. Jehoshaphat was afraid. He, he was afraid of what was going to happen next. He, he might have been afraid at the number of enemy forces that were coming his way. He might have been afraid for the people under his watch. Now, let me tell you something about fear. Fear is not a sin, as long as it causes you to turn your attention to seek the Lord, which is what it did in the life of King Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat was afraid, and he turned his attention to seek the Lord. You know, fear becomes a sin when it causes you to whine or to be paralyzed or to worry. But fear that causes you to turn in faith to God the Father is actually a good thing. Fear, And so that's what he did. He turned his attention to seek the Lord. So if you have found an enemy invading your life today, the first thing that you need to do is turn your attention to seek the Lord. One translation says it this way. He set himself to seek the Lord. He put his face toward the Lord. He resolved that he would go to the Lord. And what happens when you seek? Well, Matthew 7 verse 8 tells us that when you seek, you find. So in this moment of seeking the Lord, Jehoshaphat found the Lord. God showed up. God revealed himself to Jehoshaphat. And then verse 3 also tells us that good King Jehoshaphat proclaimed a fast throughout all of Judah. Jehoshaphat called a fast. He fasted. He did the same thing that Esther did. When you see an enemy coming, you call a fast. Now let me tell you, I'm serious. This is warfare. Do not be taken off guard. You can never underestimate the power that fasting has in the life of a believer. If you don't fast, you might become depressed. You might become bitter and you might become prideful. But if when you see an enemy coming, you call a fast, you say, you know what? I want victory more than I want food. So I'm going to lay food down for the next day or two days or three days. I'm going to turn my attention to seek the Lord because this enemy is mighty. This is a powerful enemy coming at me and I'm going to win the victory. I'm going to follow Christ who always leads me in triumph. Second Corinthians chapter 10 verse four proclaims this, For though we walk according to the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but are divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses. Fasting is one of those divinely powerful weapons of the Spirit. If you don't fast, you might be in big trouble. And I'm talking about a literal fast, spending time not thinking about food, not feeding your face, but spending time on your knees in worship, listening for God's voice. So, so far what we've seen from good King Jehoshaphat is that he turned his attention to seek the Lord, and then he called a fast. Now we're going to see the third thing that King Jehoshaphat does in Second Chronicles 20, verse 4. So Judah gathered together to seek help from the Lord. They even came from all the cities of Judah to seek the Lord. The third thing Judah did when he heard the hoofbeats of the enemy forces was that he sought help from the Lord. He didn't go to his best friend. He didn't turn on Oprah. He didn't go to the library and buy a secular book about what do you do when an enemy is approaching. No, Jehoshaphat sought help from the Lord. Jehoshaphat didn't read a magazine, he didn't write a petition, and he didn't gossip. Jehoshaphat sought help from the Lord. He cried out to the Lord at this moment of enemy conflict and he said, Lord, help me. You are my only hope. If you don't help me, Lord, I I don't know what we're going to do. You are the only one powerful enough to help me through this situation in life. You know, one of the greatest tools of deception from the enemy is not only to make war from you, which he does quite well, but it's to have you fight your battles carnally. The enemy wants you to fight your battles in the flesh, but as the children of God, we do not fight our battles from the flesh. We seek help from the Lord. We turn our attention to the Lord. We call a fast and we listen for God's voice. Well, what was the fourth thing that King Jehoshaphat did when he was threatened by enemy troops? It's found in 2 Chronicles 20, verse 5. Then Jehoshaphat stood in the assembly of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the new court. Jehoshaphat stood in the house of God. My friend, don't let your battles take you out of the house of God. Jehoshaphat turned his attention to seek the Lord. He fasted, he sought help from the Lord, and then he stood in the house of God of the Lord. Isaiah chapter 7 verse 9 instructs us, have firm faith or you will not stand firm. And one of the places of firm faith in the life of a believer is the house of God. As the children of God, we stay in the house of God even when we're in a battle. As the children of God, we fight our battles with faith. Do you know what faith is the opposite of? Faith is the opposite of depression. Faith despises bitterness. Faith will help you get your eyes off yourself and put them on God Almighty because there is no room for self-demand in the life of a person who professes faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. We walk by faith and not by sight. Let your faith determine what words are going to come out of your mouth. Don't let your feelings determine the words that you speak when you're in a battle, but let your faith determine the words that you speak when you're in a battle. Jehoshaphat stood in the house of God, which is a place of faith. You know, what is faith? Have you ever asked yourself that question? What exactly is faith? Well, let me tell you what I think it is faith is the overcoming, conquering attitude that knows that God is in charge. I will not be moved, I will not be shaken because my God reigns. Do you know what faith is? Faith is actually a response to fear this situation is out of my control. Therefore, it is in God's control. I have found in my life that it really is more fun to believe. Faith is a powerful response to fear. And no matter what enemy is knocking at your door today, I pray that you'll stay in the house of God and that you will have firm faith. Thank you for joining me today on A Jolt of Joy. If you've enjoyed this podcast, I'd like to encourage you to visit my website at www.justjoyministries.com. It is my passion to help people live an abundant life through the power and principles found only in the Word of God. You can contact me at carol at justjoyministries.com. And as always, know that I am praying for you today.